Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Plan for the Magic. So glad you are back. We have a fun episode to get to. I'm Audrey. My co-host over there is Dave. We are here to, I don't know, help you plan or wing your next Walt Disney World vacation. Although with all these things they're adding, it's Mm. planning. It's planning more and more. Team planning is winning. Anyway, Mm. let's get to it. This is another Disney podcast production. Yeah, um, the whole wing it thing worked really well when we started this podcast. <laughs> and the world as we know it when it comes to Disney has literally, if you put everything in a box, they dumped it upside down, threw away a bunch of stuff, put one or two things back in that box. And let's just say what they put back in the box is they opened back up the parks. And that's about all that's the same. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how to win winging it anymore. That's okay. Well, you know, I yeah. It is what it is. Who knows what will come. So let's we're, just we're just take your exercise. victory lap. Don't be <laughs> humble. Just take your victory lap and move on. <sighs> <sighs> well, I we will exercise our planning muscles and then we will be great. You'll hand it over to me and be like, yeah. now, now to you, Dave, what you got? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Pick a day and don't plan anything. There you go. Wing it. All right. Well, I, I still have a couple things from our uh, most recent okay. trip to go through. So let's do that. But oh my gosh, there's so much that has happened between the last, Holy between cow. the last time we recorded and now um, all the Halloween stuff went I down. Know. Because not Gary is coming back. I'm so excited. On ADP, we don't ever talk about news anymore, and it's killing me. Because oh, no. there's so many there's crazy things that have happened. <laughs> like the mishap this week of the Magic Band Plus oh, that was dropped. Like, uh, like, can we? Okay, it's too late. I've opened Pandora's box. Oh, here we I, go. I have so many questions about that. Like, can we tell people what you're talking about before? Okay, yeah. So the magic bands, magic bands, which used to be free, now cost no matter who you are or, or when you go or what you want, whether right. they're the boring eight colors that they originally came out with or decorated to your favorite character or, or event yeah. or whatever. Um, but they have these new ones coming out that are way more, way Digitized? more seems like a stretch, but more yeah. interactive. Yeah. Right, right, um, right. And they're going to be, well, I was surprised at the price, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, the, and they're, they're, they have announced them many months ago and that they're coming and randomly this week, like they showed up on the floor at Disney Springs. Okay. Yes. And, <laughs> and people Disney. bought them. People bought them. Yes, of and course then they, they pulled did. them. It was a mistake. Okay. Like, so he, yeah. here's the thing. I'm going to go full screen on me. Question number one, if this was a heavy air quotes, for those of you listening mistake, how did it not only end up being on the floor, but like, at the retail center well, to have been at a place to be able to have accidentally been put on the floor. That's yeah, question yeah. number one. Question number two, which is really is a follow-up from question number one. Do you really expect us to believe that that wasn't planned because you guys have been getting the best press lately? I That's just, it's a legitimate question. Oh, but like I That's a little cynical. That there's no way. There's no way it makes it from wherever they put the stuff in the warehouse together. Didn't this happen? And then it drives there and then so, like unknowing employee opens these up and is like, "Oh, more magic bands." Doesn't know but, that they're like completely different unless they started that day. Come on. Come on, Audrey. Okay. Convince I me. this also happened with the Scarlet Witch Mickey ears in Disneyland. They were not supposed to be released, and then they were accidentally released, and then they pulled them back and said, not yet, not yet, and I know this because I'm obsessed with those things, and I want them. I can tell. Um, you and four other people knew that information. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wanda, Scarlet Witch, she's my jam. Um, I don't know. I have the ben- I'm have i giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm, I-, I did, too, for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I for- oh, oh, Audrey, I forgot to renew my annual pass. Dang oh. it. I forgot. I, I should. I so I should have no problem, right? It's not a big deal. It was like February when it expired. I just forgot. That's not how it is. Sorry. Yes, I'm being cynical. But like, the only question that I have is, how does it get like? There's like 16 points that it has to like, right? Yeah. China, China <laughs> to warehouse to 
uh, separation to distribution to truck to Disney Springs to, you know, like. They now, also don't know how how soon. So, correct. Like, that, are they there that's, and they were supposed to be right. released this Friday and Thank they you. came out last week. So. so now not playing the devil's advocate, it was yeah. probably dropped just barely early. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my. Anyway, okay. Um, I told you before we jumped on yeah. that I had late late breaking news early breaking news new breaking news i don't know yeah. what the actual thing is um the daniel's house ha- had dinner tonight at the dinner table i have to start with that because that is a rarity all in itself <laughs> and it was glorious and magical and all the things oh. you thought it could be and my daughter um has been after me um more so recently she hasn't talked about disney in quite a while mm-hmm. um and has been like, Dad, I want to go to Disney. Dad, I want to go to Disney. And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll go this year. That's like, yeah, you're pulling my leg mm-hmm. to, to go, right? Um, but I like where this is headed. What surprised me was, like we talked about over text this past week, was that Mickey's not so scary. And I was like, okay, then that's where we'll go. We either go late summer or early right. fall. And that boom, like that was the very first time we took her when she was three and a half years old. Oh, we oh. went that week and that was, we went because there was the Mickey's not so scary. So for, she could care less, but to me, right. that's like oh, a that's memorable a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, absolutely. However, mm-hmm. my wife, who we seldom talk about on this show is not a Disney parks fan. Like, this weirdo. <laughs> um, and she was sitting at the dinner table and said, what if we all just go to Disneyland? <gasps> Cam is the best. So we're looking at flights, which is scary, but we only looked at one place and it was, believe it or not, it was breeze airways. Cause breeze at oh, the yeah. end of June is now is launching a nonstop from where we live. We have a very, a, we have a very podunk airport, but I love that because there's never a long line of security. Right, it's right, never right. really busy. It's a very small airport, but um, they've added a couple of those low, oh lower gosh. cost airlines. Well, the it's still like two fifty to three fifty a person each way. That's twenty five hundred dollars just in flights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Kim and I went to Maui for a one year anniversary for eighteen hundred, and we thought right. that was absurd. <laughs> so the four. So, but I have a feeling if we and our kids have never flown further than Disney world. (laughs) So we kind of want to break it up. So I think I'm going to look at a couple. We, I really like the route to LAX with American because they go from Norfolk to Dallas and Dallas to LA. And that's almost like halfway. That's like two and a half, three hours, two and a half, three hours. So much easier. The kids get a break. They get off the plane. And now with the raised mask restrictions, I know that I'll probably still wear one. Um, but like, I'm glad that our kids don't have to deal with that if they don't want to. Yeah. 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 So anyway, to be like, that was literally a conversation at the dinner. We may sit down and look at numbers and be like, uh, nope. But, oh my gosh, um, Disneyland. Okay. It's so funny that you say that because two weeks ago, I just decided to download the Disneyland app. Like I've never had it on my phone and I'm like, well, I need to know what's going on in the parks and like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, and you haven't been I'm, there since like a little kid, right? Or oh, never been there. That was the first park I Okay. I was three years old. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time I was at Disneyland, which yeah. was a I'll never forget Kim felt we went for the only time that I went with her was we went for the D twenty three. No, the, right there the Disneyland Star Wars half marathon. It was the light side. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. so she had never been, and so we went together, and we went without. We only had one. No, what year was that? Twenty seventeen. I guess we had both kiddos. I don't know, but like Isaiah was too young. Genie, genie. Yeah, I don't even remember now that I'm talking about that. Wow, I'm old. Um, but and oh but my gosh, fun fact so that exciting. was the last run Disney event that Disneyland ever did. Oh, uh, and right. I don't think they're coming, but there's no plans right, for it to come back. Of, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, 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 but we went and like <laughs> she saw Cars Land and she was like, we have to bring our kids here. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. so jealous. That's going to be awesome. Okay. And neither one of our kids like Cars, the movies. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's amazing. Like, I loved it. But it was so funny that she's like, our kids would love this. And I'm like, yeah, you're in the moment. You're like, and then I, now I'm like, 
<laughs> they don't like that movie. Oh. <laughs> anyway. But all right. Gosh, late breaking news over. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. That's Maybe we will not go back to Walt Disney World during the fiftieth. Oh, Who knows? Right? Oh wow, that's like know. a whole game changer. Gulp. Well, I mean, if they bring right. an annual pass back, I'll just grab one. But yeah, that's true. Well, know. okay, so we're gonna have to, yeah, take. I will say, if ironically, we will transition now to talk about Genie Plus, and yes. um, I have been watching on the Disneyland app, and I think it's really mm. true. Like all of the less there, I've got five lessons that I learned with our family when we were there. And this is exclusive to Walt Disney world, because I do think genie plus works great in Disneyland. Okay. It also is way less. I'm going to use the word competitive. I don't know that that's the right word, but there tend to be a lot more of, there's just a lot more availability in Disneyland. Um, so anyway, well, I mean, this is not the time for it, but it'll be interesting to unpack, like, why we think that is. Yeah, th- right. Like, I have a couple of thoughts, but yeah, it yeah. is interesting because, you know, that, yeah. yeah and I think that's what Disney like, wanted in their AP pass structure and their pricing structure right. change. I feel yeah. like it's, I feel like what they were aiming for in Walt Disney World seems to be working better in Anaheim. Disneyland. I think that's exactly <laughs> right, actually. All right. Well, let's dig in. So a few episodes ago, I did sort of the basics around Genie Plus. So um, you guys can, I can't remember what episode number that was. Um, it was but, <laughs> So this is going to be kind of an addendum. I'm not going to go back and go through all of the details about Genie Plus. There are two different tiers that I will talk about. Genie Plus is $15 per person per day. And it gives you access to a good chunk of rides, most of the parks. There's not a huge list in Animal Kingdom. And you can make reservations one at a time. Um, And then in each park, there are also individual lightning lanes that you pay an additional fee to get to um, ride that ride. And by the use of an individual lightning lane or Genie Plus, then you get to use the lightning lane and cut the, like, make the line short, like fast pass system. Um, And I would say that all of the tips that I had before, I think, are very true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They worked in real time. Um, but these are just some, some things I didn't quite realize until, and of course, you know, when Andrew and I went by ourselves, we didn't even go to animal kingdom and we only used genie plus, I think at, uh, two parks, we used it at magic kingdom and we used it at Hollywood studios. So lesson number one that I learned by using genie plus at all four parks with our family of four is that each park is very, very different when it comes to Genie Plus. So understanding and using Genie Plus in Magic Kingdom does not necessarily mean you're going to be as successful at using Genie Plus in other parks. So just a quick way they're different from each other. Um, I would say the Magic Kingdom is going to be the place where you will find, you will be able to use the most, the the highest number of Genie Plus reservations over the course of your park day. Um, There's just a large number of them Mm -hmm. other than a handful, not even a handful, other than really Pirates and Jungle Cruise. um, The rest of them aren't selling out is the word I'm going to use, but you know, they're not running out of reservations. Um, Compared to animal kingdom where there's a very short list of genie plus options. And those fill up pretty quick Mm -hmm. because that's it. Once your first reservation is used or it's two hours after park opening, which is when you're allowed to Mm -hmm. make your second reservation. Um, Everyone is competing for the same three yeah. or four. Or I mean, it's the classic rides. case, right, of supply and demand. 
right? Exactly. The demand isn't any less at Animal Kingdom than it is at Magic Kingdom, but at Magic yep. Kingdom, there's 847 attractions, <laughs> and great. at Animal Kingdom, there's six. Like, That's so great. herein lies the problem. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, you know, since we are planned for the magic, like, I don't are we, I don't know where we're going in this episode. We haven't talked yeah. that much about it in depth, but if it's not this hope episode, I would love to really help people plan like a strategy in, or maybe we should just park. do, or yeah, like, or like yeah. if you're going and you're going to all four parks, um, is it, is it. Like, I don't, I don't know that you don't go to Disney World to save money, but I'm just trying sure. to try to let me try to put these words together that aren't coming out well. Like, if you're trying to go to do Disney on a budget, we'll, we'll call it yeah. that. Like, I, I would say maybe rough it the Animal Kingdom Day and not buy it versus right. get it at maybe the other three or the other two parks yeah. epcot to me is still up in the air we'll wait it's till on you the get there. a little yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but i mean i think it's i think it's worth talking about like okay here's what you experience here's what you do. like i want to like personally for me i have yet to experience this new system because like right. i know they say this episode, every episode but last time i went was october one it didn't exist i haven't been back since then and so i don't know i like i'm learning from audrey as we're going through all this stuff because yeah. i don't know like and to me what i've heard so far i would be hard pressed to say yeah i know i'm only here for four days and it would probably make sense but i don't think i'm going to get animal kingdom i'll just like get up super early or wait in the long line to get the right. attraction that I want to get. Like, so I think I wonder if we should unpack that in the future or. Yeah, I would love to do that by park. Um, and I, you know, I didn't quite realize how different they were. I was right. like, Oh, we have these, you know, you make your first reservation at seven and then two hours after park opening, you get your next one. And, you know, while Disney world has on now, on their uh, Genie Plus, the page that explains what Genie Plus is, is that on average, users are only able, especially during that sort of spring break busy season, mm -hmm. to get two or three Genie Plus reservations for the whole day. Yeah, That did not prove um, to be true for us at all at right. um, uh, Magic Kingdom or at... Um, Hollywood Studios, I'll talk about that in just a minute. But I do think the limited number of options at Animal Kingdom is there's just there aren't any more rides to reserve. Yeah, it's hard. Um, there are, you know, ways that you can keep refreshing and sometimes people change their plans. Um, and there are options to use them for um uh you know, like reserved seating at Kite Tails or um actually I don't even think that's true. I think I think you can use a genie plus for um, the festival of the lion King. Um, but I don't think they have um, reserved seating right now for kite tails, the show. So there are shows that are options at um, animal kingdom. Um, Epcot is such a great, uh, you know, for us, we were trying, um, you know, it, I'm trying to think of how, I know it's hard to, yeah, Plow so this. we um, we were able to do test track and frozen as Genie Plus reservations, and then we ended up um, just walk doing standby for Soren. But then because we had done standby, you know, you can only use Genie Plus on one ride once. Um, we were able later in the afternoon to refresh and then we got like a, a Soren one and were able to go and use a Genie Plus um, reservation for Soren. But other than that, you know, there you could use it for things like and again, in this sense, it does sort of mirror a little bit Magic Kingdom. You could use it for um Figment, you could use it for, um, gosh, Crush, um, you know, some of these, um, Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land. I think yeah. we used it for Living with the Land just for fun because we were right there and we were like, let's just book it so we can use our magic band. <laughs> um, um, so, again, like if you are just wanting to use it, but most of those you don't need to use Genie Plus because the wait right. is short. Hollywood Studios, I think... Um, is the is a challenge um, mostly because there are just so many amazing attractions and yeah. you just have to decide 
of these five or six really important, you know, whereas Magic Kingdom, it's really just two that are going to get snatched up first, Peter Pan and Jungle Cruise at at Hollywood, it is Slinky, and it is, you know, there's just so many of them, and so um, we ended up, you know, not doing ones that we wanted to, because we opted, and, you know, to your point about which park should we use Genie Plus for, I think part of this is, what is your kind of limit on weight, and what attractions are non-negotiable, so if you don't get a Genie Plus for this, are you willing to wait for, um, you know, an hour and a half for yeah. Smuggler's Run. Um, so I, anyway, I think that's just a general, we, we will revisit this, but I do think that yeah. assuming you can know how to use Genie Plus at one park does not necessarily translate to how the strategy is or how it's used across all four. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I know this is really low-hanging fruit, but the easy answer is Genie Plus was built for Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's right. It, it really is. And why and why I say that is, I mean, I even, you know, a lot of people say, but yeah, but Hollywood Studios and like, you know, to so be able to still have that fast pass-ish yeah. option. But but here here's my problem with that. Okay, so every family's different. Doesn't matter if you're one to ninety-nine, right? I look Hollywood Studios is the most challenging. And why I think that is, is because at least for right now, it has the most, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I almost said death defying. That doesn't make any sense. Really? But yeah, the, th- really? the most thrill attractions. Yeah. And so yeah. here's the challenge. Like, so for my kiddos, when you think about that park, uh, rock and roller coaster is out. Yeah. Uh, Tower of terror is out. Right. Yep. So those are two Thanks pretty major attractions yeah. right there right off the list and so you're paying for something and then like maybe for you and your family or for someone it's very likely that someone in every family is good or at least one in every family is going to like but mm, no and so right. that's where it's so tough and i think it would be vital to like for us to do it like and probably just cover one park per episode where I we agree. break down like all of that, because that's where I would str- it, like that would be another one where I would str- like, yes, it would be great for. Well, let me let me ask you, because I'm still so unfamiliar with it. What are the lightning lanes at Hollywood Studios? Well, I will. I'm, I just want to pause because you literally Go. said out of your mouth what lesson number two is, oh, which is Hollywood Studios is by far the most difficult <laughs> yes. to navigate. Um, so even if you are. You know, you understand that these guys are. Are, the parks are different. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm pulling up the list. So, like, I know it's got to be M- Mickey's. So, Mickey and Minnie's Road. Runaway yeah. Railway, and then um, Star Wars and uh, Toy Story Mania, right? So, Tower of Terror, um, Star Tours, Slinky Dog, Rock and Roller Coaster, Smuggler's Run. These um, are all Genie then- Plus. Those are all Genie Plus. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What is Lightning Lane there? Just individ- Just um, Rise of the Resistance right now. It was Oh, not Rise- Mickey's. Not Mickey it, and Minnie's. No, they oh. bumped it. They demoted it. Okay. <laughs> Which, in right, your first- Well, that's a good thing. Sort of. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, you would think because it's included in the list then, but then- wow. You have to, again, that gets in the mix of if you're only going to be able to do two or three, what are your two or three? For us, it had to be Toy Story Mania and Slinky Dog. And then that third one, we chose Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We hadn't done it. And yeah, so then such a phenomenal Muggler's attraction. Run is out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the competition... Um, is so fierce for those like five or six that by the time, you know, you've made your first one at seven, you make your second mm-hmm. one two hours after opening, you make your third one two hours after that, all of those top four or five are already full for the day. Okay. Question from the audience. Yeah. Having experienced this, because you've now gone multiple trips where this was yeah. in effect. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Here's my question that I, I feel like it's probably a double-edged sword, but I'll, but meaning that that might be the answer, but I'll ask you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
is the crux of Genie Plus or the crutch or whatever, the fault of it, the fact that you pick one and you have to wait two hours. Is that is that its Achilles heel? Because yeah. now why I say that, because the advantage of the fast pass, like after you burned your three and then you scanned it, you were right back on the app in line going to grab the next one. Right. So and that's you what can makes fast pass so it. valuable. You can use it that way. But you can only use it that way if you find one that is immediately open to use. Oh, gosh. Right? So there, you don't choose your time. They're booked in chronological order. So the first ones that are available are the earliest in the day. So you can do something that, you know, at 7 a.m., if you book something that's like 9.05 or whatever, um, which is unlikely Next going to, to be any of the headliners because yeah. everyone is going for all of them. So your first Genie Plus reservation is 3 p.m. or later. Wow. And don't get me started on the fact that you pick a time and it changes like twice by the time you confirm. It's maddening. You really don't even know until you've like picked all the people in your party and then you hit confirm. Wow. It could be two hours later. Um, so you know, thinking of Epcot, this is a little bit easier to think about if you wanted to do at 7 a.m., if you wanted to book a Spaceship Earth for 9.05, you went in at 9.05 and tagged your magic band, you could then at 9.05 pick your second one because you've just used that right. first one. But again, everybody who ha is picking the 7 a.m. one is picking Frozen or Test Track. And yeah. so by the time 9.05 rolls around for you to pick your second one, those aren't available. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is, it's definitely, I said this before, like picking up the app before your trip and <clears throat> watching what happens between seven o'clock and you, you know what the hours are. So mm -hmm. set an alarm. This is literally what I did before our trip. I was like, okay, I'm going to just watch what happens at Hollywood right. studios over the course of a couple days. And I'm going to see what happens two hours after park opening and just see what is left. And you can, it'll show you exactly what the next genie plus time um, reservation is. Wow. So it, in theory, you could use it exactly that way, but in practice, it's much, much more challenging. Okay. <laughs> Follow-up question, switching parks, magic kingdom. It's obviously yeah. more valuable at magic kingdom, just based on the sheer amount of attractions that you can do. Yeah. Are those times considerably earlier? Yeah. So <laughs> you were like <laughs> feeding me this thing. My lesson number three is this, they called it the people, like the actual Disney experts call it stacking. Oh. And stacking is a very smart strategy. <clears throat> so, and we ended up doing this at Magic Kingdom because we didn't even leave our resort until 5 p.m. Um, but every two hours... I had my alarm on. And so I could see, um, you know, I can't remember. Well, I can. I can tell you exactly when our first. Um, we can't. I, I just want to wrap up this Hollywood Studios yes, thing. Go, and I, I, well, I, I just I will say I think it's probably worth it for us to revisit each one of the parks yeah. and do a whole thing on that one. Um, I think the lesson there is. Um, you know, you're going to have to pick your first two, like top tier. So you have to, and this is, you know, sometimes it's like choosing between your children, right? How do you pick between <laughs> Smuggler's Run and Tower of Terror and Slinky Dog? Um, but I think it's going to be the smartest thing to do is to identify one or two rides that you're willing to wait for. And then one or two rides that you just really want to use that, um, the genie plus four and do those two and then just take a breath and see what else is available yeah. after you've gotten those two. And you're just not going to be able to plan this four or five attractions out. So you just kind of do the best you can. And um, anyway, but this, this stacking thing. So lesson number three for us, and this actually happened well for us um, at, at um, Hollywood Studios too. And it is just to not fight 
the system. (laughs) (laughs) So if your reservations are coming for 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. or 5 p.m., just let it happen. And then when you're allowed to make your next reservation, look and see. And if there's something close by that's within an hour, book it for that time. And then what we ended up doing, this worked, it worked beautifully both at Hollywood Studios and at Magic Kingdom. It just worked more at Magic Kingdom. We were able to keep more. Um, Is that, so all day long, we were not in the park and I just kept adding another Genie Plus reservation. And so by the time we walked into the park at 5.30, we had reservations for rides, I think probably five rides between 5.30 and 7 that were all overlapping. Um, and it actually ended up working really, really well. You ha- you do have to know the layout of the park. If you're going to, yeah. because Genie Plus does allow you, they will allow you to book two rides at exactly the same one hour window, which seemed a little weird to me. Um so if you're going to do that, which again, we we pulled it off, but I knew, okay, we're going to do Peter Pan. I think I talked about this in the last episode where we did like Peter Pan, Seven Dwarves, Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, Pirates, right? So we were all on sort of that left-hand western mm-hmm. side of the park. Um so it wouldn't be ideal if you didn't know the park. You don't right. want to be like running from Peter Pan over to Space Mountain. And oh, back we've all done Black that. Lord. Then, yeah. Um, so if I guess all this is to say, if if the system is going to work where you're going to be forced to make reservations late in the afternoon, for us, the lesson was don't fight it and just work with that system and book a bunch of those Genie Pluses you know, yeah. in the afternoon and in the evening. It's kind of a take what it gives you versus fight. Yeah. Which, you know, is not how we tour. Like Mm-mm. we were the get up early, be mm-hmm. done by 3 p.m. and then go have the evening. So for us, we had to almost invert our whole, the way yeah. we have approached touring Disney, which ended up being fine. Our kids are a little older. We were, we were fine, but, um, but it does make for longer days at the park. And how do you break up your right? Because for a lot of people, their first Genie Plus might be smack dab in the middle of their like afternoon siesta when they want when they would typically right. be back at the hotel in the pool. It's very true. Yes. Yeah. So, and that, so for us, instead of doing that, we just said we just won't go at all. Right. Instead of going in the morning and coming back, we'll just wait and go in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so it's tricky. <laughs> Um, okay. Lesson number four is to keep trying. Um, the Hollywood studios day for me, and I think I texted you this, or we talked about this before of like, I was so, I had done my homework. I knew what was going to happen. I knew slinky dog was going to go first. And that immediately right after that, I could make my, um, uh, Oh my gosh, uh, the rise of the resistance, you know, I'd have to pay for the individual right. lightning lane. But if you don't do Slinky first, Slinky's going to be gone. So you have to do Slinky first. So I like knew that. I knew that. I'd read the articles. I'd done the thing. And you know what I didn't think about? <laughs> I didn't think about between the four people in my family, does anybody really want to do Slinky more than they wanted to do rise of the resistance? The answer was zero people. Mm. We, I mean, Rise was by far the priority for that day, but I got so caught up in the strategy of it that seven rolls around, I hit refresh, get the thing, tag the people, and something, when you open that app, it always opens at Magic Kingdom (laughs) instead of like, that was another thing that we've already talked about, how you have to pick the park every single time. By the time I finished all of that and went to buy my individual lightning lane for Rise, they were gone. And I was devastated. Yeah, traumatized is, is a fair word. <laughs> I won't, I'll leave it up to you if you yes. want to tell the people what, what you did. But It was literally my 14th wedding anniversary day. 
And that is the only ride Andrew wanted to ride the whole <laughs> there. And I blew it. So I'm sitting in the bathroom crying. Everybody else is asleep. Um, and I just refreshed and refreshed and refreshed and refreshed. Turns out the super genius people over at Blog Mickey, because I read this article like four days after we got back from our trip, discovered that at the 17 minute mark, <laughs> Disney reloads individual lightning lanes. So I pulled I mu- I literally must have just been sitting there in the app. refreshing yep. it for 17 minutes and then it popped up. Do you want to know the irony of it? After the whole thing we just talked about with stacking those late afternoon. It was earlier in the day. It was at 10 5. <laughs> so I was like, get up, everybody get up. We have to go. Um, yeah. I don't know if at first I thought maybe it was even earlier than that, like 940, because it was one of those, we were there right when they started extending the morning and the evening park hours. Mm-hmm. One thought I had was, well, they've loaded all the usual park hour ones, and then they had to go back and, like, add the early, you know, because the park had just started opening an hour early. Um, But, yeah, I guess this has been a thing um, that at the 17-minute mark, they've added more. So we were able to (laughs) get it, and I'm so glad I did not give up. Um, Although I will say three times – because the app is so, you know, you have to pick the park and then you pick the time and then you pick your party. And then like three times I had gotten it and it was gone by the time I picked my party and hit enter. Um, but it, it did finally yeah. go through. So it, it is not in real time. It's pretty stressful. Oh, <laughs> of course. Not for the faint of heart. Um, not recommended, ha- not recommended for 14th anniversaries. No, right? I mean, <laughs> but I really just, that was a huge lesson of like, you can learn all the strategies, but please don't forget what your family cares about, yeah. and like what you all want your trip to be. Um, in that moment, I just, I thought, uh, that okay. was. I have a, I, I, I will, I have a confession to make. Okay. Um, the. The, you have shown through your two different <laughs> trips of working through this system, learning it, working it, yeah. Um, that how planning how, is key. Yeah. And what I say that is, and I'm not talking about what you want to do when you want to do it, because a lot of that is out of your hands, right? Especially with the times, but. You touch on a key thing that I, that I know I don't think about in the moment. I'm pounding the app and I'm working the system and I'm getting the things. Right. But like I hardly ever say, "Hey guys, yeah. what do you want to do?" Right? right. And so I th- right. like it's like I know as where moms or dads or whoever is your trip planner, that is yeah. a valuable piece of information. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people, I know a lot of people could just say like my family's just go with the flow. Great. As long yeah. as you know, that's part of the planning. If you know your team, that works out great. But yeah. like you touched on that key point of part of that planning, if you're doing all the muscle work, you have to have key pieces of information from the rest of your team yeah. to be able to know how to deploy yeah. <laughs> what you guys do. I think that's valuable. And I don't know that that was really the same with FastPass because it was kind of like you picked three and you knew like everybody, we're going to Disney, everybody yeah. loves these three rides. That's and then great. from there you can wing it, but look at the app together and say, yeah, okay. Like that's so much easier. This is a whole different ball game and you're paying for it. So you want to be even more like strategic of how you're doing it to the best of your ability. So I think that was a good kind of point piece to kind of stop and say, yeah. don't forget about your team because it's different now. It is different. And I, I mean, I remember in the first Genie Plus episode, one of my tips was like pick a Genie Plus pilot, right? Yes. So someone who's going to be doing this so that you don't have to pause between every reservation and say, what do you guys want to do? What do you guys want to do? Like that sounds like a nightmare, but I definitely think it, 
it is like to remember what, and it's not even just like the list of all the rides that everybody wants, which was kind of what I meant when I said that, like just get everybody's list of rides. It's more like, it's more about priorities and more about like, what is your, like, what are the just handful of things that your crew, what matters most to them? And I think I didn't, I didn't really understand that those were different from each other. Just Mm -hmm. having a list. Oh yeah, this is the list of all the rides I'd ride. That's great. But like, what are the two or three that like just really matter? And then I, as the pilot needed to be reminded of that more than I was, (laughs) or I needed to be more mindful of it. That's the key. You just said it. What are the two or three that are important? You didn't have to think of that with fast pass because you kind of grabbed your two or three. And if you didn't get them, well, then you knew as what, what the next one you were looking for. Like that's that's where I think it's so valuable to feel like that's the difference. That's the difference now is because they're other than magic kingdom, for the most part, I know this is a blanket statement. It's yeah. much more challenging to get what you're looking for, especially at a reasonable time during your day that you're going to the park. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I think it felt different, like not knowing what you were going to get the morning of your park visit. Like there was some, there's something different about 60 days out or 30 days out. Like, right. okay. This is what we got. This is what we didn't get. We can rope drop that ride. But like when you don't know that until 7 a.m. or 11 a.m. while you're in the park, it it really I mean, we were teasing at the top of the show about how winging it is no longer a thing. But in some cases, like it's you have to have some flexibility because you just don't know what's going to happen. And and as a planner, I didn't realize kind of the stress of that, how that felt different, that it was happening on the park day in real time versus yeah. like, okay, well, we didn't get it. We didn't get, you know, seven dwarfs, no big deal. We can, whatever. Right. Um, but it was like, I'm going to have to wake up my children and tell them we didn't get Rise of the Resistance. And this is our only day at, blah, blah, blah. you know, right. like it just exactly. became this like, frenzied feeling that um, was just unexpected. See, see, these are key things to talk about because just a few years ago, I mean, it's, it's not like this was many, many moons ago, just a couple of years ago. If you didn't get rise of the resistance, no big deal. Let's go back to Hollywood studios tomorrow and try again. That is not a thing anymore with the reservation system. Like there, it's so different now yeah and it's such a challenge and and back to i don't want to get too far away from because i had another thought back to the like the planning it versus winging it and um i I have another question this is more of like a what do you think yeah what what is the real strategy on disney's part and what is the value of not allowing you to do that until 7 a.m. Because I get that you don't want to give everything, but like yeah. to me, I'm like 30 days out, I'm paying for this. I should at least, and this sounds really petty to say since I used <laughs> to get three of them for free, right. but I should right. at least be able to pick one. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't understand like what is the, why do they want you to come here and enjoy all of these magical memories when you have to wake up at oh dark 30 yeah. on your, on your vacation, yes. your vacation to make right. this, to start this process. Why, is what is such, the value of 7am for them? It's such a good question. And it really, it really was more disruptive than I thought. Like mm-hmm. my alarm went off at 6:45. I'm trying not to wake everybody else. We were in a deluxe studio in the Polynesian Villas, and so, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I am a morning person, but gosh, like I probably wouldn't have set my alarm for 6:45 every morning. Right. I wasn't there. I you may have been there during the um, virtual queue system, mm-hmm. which is I think yes. the first system where it was like the day of and in my mind like a virtual queue that sounds like something that happens in real time yeah a reservation like genie plus 
I just don't think it has to. I think yeah, I, that's you have what a, are they like, that's gaining? a really good point. And they're also risk. Like I, I, I imagine it's not happened, but I would think like from a technological standpoint, it's system overload when 70,000 people are all doing yeah. the same thing, going to the same place at the same time. Like, I just don't do understand think, the value you, of that. So at this point, at 7 a.m., both on and off property guests can book their first Genie Plus reservation. Right. Do you think Genie Plus would just be sold out if they only allowed... Because that's what happens with rides like Rise of the Resistance. Only on-property guests are allowed to purchase that at seven. Um, in order to purchase individual lightning lanes for off-property guests, you have to be in the park. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with and lightning they're all lanes. Gone. I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, the but, Genie but Plus that's thing. what I'm wondering. Like, Do you think off-property guests would just not buy it if they couldn't? Like, if Slinky Dog was already sold out of Genie Plus reservation times 30 days in advance, what would be their incentive to buy it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that's probably the why behind it that, that yeah. I get. It doesn't make it good. Right, right, right. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's not, it actually, in this case, totally advantages. It doesn't, it's advantage Disney. Right, yeah. yeah. There's not a real differentiation if you're an on-property or an off-property guest. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, again, that was the strategy for me of doing right. Slinky Dog before Rise because everybody who was going, you're you're like leading me through this conversation. But My gotta, lesson, okay, let me let me push back on what you said though. But you yeah. could get three fast pass, and they were never like sold out. Right. Do you think it's because you could get? I don't, I don't know. know. We're trying to we're trying to figure it out. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, like it's just I don't have enough like, data. It's enough for me to say like it doesn't make sense. Like right. to me, it's kind of like why is the reservation system still here? Because the parks are basically wide open. Well, it's right. because it benefits Disney. Yeah. Why is this happening at seven a.m.? Because it benefits Disney. If they let if they let you book that first individual lightning lane ahead of time. And you still had to do the rest like two hours. I would, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> I would love that to not have to like, and just to have like a base of right. like, you okay, knew, you knew so what your first thing of the day was at this time at this day, yes. like now kind of work around it. Right. Um, you used to do that with dining reservations, but mm -hmm. I don't know how we didn't have very many. We had three, including Oga's. We had two at um, Hollywood studios. We ate at um, the fifties primetime cafe mm -hmm. at Oga's. Chef Mickey's, y'all know we ate at <laughs> Chef Mickey. Um, but if we had like character meals every day, which we've done in the past before, I, I, that would have stressed me out trying to right. navigate that with mm -hmm. these. Because the time um, you get is the time you get. You get. So, yeah. lesson number five, you mentioned this just a minute ago, um, is that park hopping is possible, but it takes some planning. Um, yeah. There are some people who have pitched the idea if there are only a couple of rides at animal kingdom and only a couple of rides at epcot you could buy genie plus for that one day and park hop between the two yeah. um it's possible but what ends up happening is you're increasing the number of big ticket rides <laughs> and you know you're yeah. you're you're compressing more rides into one Genie Plus day, which actually I think works to your disadvantage. That's why Hollywood Studios is probably the hardest to navigate. Yeah. So I think park, uh, my, we did not try to park hop with Genie Plus using Genie Plus reservations mm -hmm. at the second park. My, from, you know, the experience that we did, if you wanted to do that, I would suggest, doing Hollywood studios or Epcot and get those first two as early as you possibly could. And then park hopping over to magic kingdom. But it, it's hard to do if your yeah. first, like, you know, your first genie plus reservation isn't until four o'clock um, at your original park. Yeah. I'd, yeah. And I, I got to say like, 
I don't know. I don't know. Not that anybody is asked or is asking, but if you're not an annual pass holder, I would and and you're going for more than two or three days, do not buy a park hopper. It is yeah. like it is yeah. not like I don't understand. Like it's so funny. There was like breaking news last week that the park hopper option disappeared off the website and people were like oh, is it gone can you now park hop like before 2 p.m whenever you want to go and no it was just a I, i'm not going to call it a glitch but like yeah 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 it was and so to me i'm still i'm still to, if you have an a, annual pass you you lose nothing right you, yeah. you have that ability but man right, like right, right, if right. we were going this summer i would absolutely not buy it especially if we were i mean because and very few people go to Disney World for a day or two. Yes, there's yeah. there That's are right. definitely some that do, but if you're trying to maximize on a short amount of time, sure. Because like right. if you're going to Hollywood Studios, it's going to close at seven or eight o'clock at night, and yeah. Epcot may be open till eleven or twelve. Absolutely, yeah. go there and have dinner, like have drinks, go catch a few yeah. late rides, watch uh, Harmonious. Absolutely, but if you're like a family, the value is just not yeah. there. It's just yeah. not there. Yeah, I think I definitely feel like these are some growing pains with sure. this system. I I feel like I've stressed everybody out with this episode, but I think one of the things I tried to do was like leverage Genie Plus as much as possible at each park. Yes. If you go in saying it is worth $15 for me to ride two headliners and maybe one or two of sort of the B level at each park, then it will be less stressful. You'll, you'll absolutely be able to do that. And, um, and then pick the ones that you, you want to wait for. I think those of us who are like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to like wrangle and wrestle the whole park into submission using genie plus. I think that has been, harder to do. Yeah, yep. Um, so I think if we lower our expectations, say, can I use Genie Plus for two or three? If that's not financially worth it for you, you know, I think that's the rub is like, if you want to invest that money for six rides, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. But if it's worth it for you to get a couple of big headliners in without the weight, so you can do other things in the park, go for it. And yeah. I think you'll be able to do that with a without higher levels of anxiety and stress. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. This wasn't a very fun episode, was it? I know. I feel like that. Like <laughs> I'm exhausted. Just, I am too. I know. But I think they're important. Yeah. Just, you know, lessons. Every park is different. Hollywood Studios is the toughest. So do a little prep work. Stacking in the evening is a great strategy. Mm -hmm. Stack those reservations. Keep trying. Don't give up. And park hopping is possible, but I'd, I wouldn't use it as a genie plus strategy. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think it'll be a winning percentage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Next week, it's going to be happy things. Okay. <laughs> Easy things. We're willing it, yes. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Have Bye, a good guys. Week. Bye.